Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nesbitt Connection podcast. Thank you for joining us here and for all of your continued support. We have with us a very special guest today that you're really going to enjoy. In support of Women in Construction Week, we have one of the most influential women in construction today. Her website, womeninsteeltoes.com, along with her social media sites, Women in Steel Toes, do an outstanding job of recognizing women from all over the construction industry. Would you please help me welcome to the podcast, Laura Hutt. So welcome to the podcast, Laura, and I would love to hear uh, about you know, yourself and, and, and what you do in the industry. Oh, thanks for having me, Mark. It's a pleasure to be a part of this. Um, so as you were saying, we did connect through Instagram through my page, Women in Steel Toes. And from that, um, it actually stemmed from my work in the industry. So right now, I'm an assistant superintendent um, with a large construction infrastructure company based out of Ottawa. So with that ideal, everything from putting a hole in the ground to commissioning a building, um, it's a lot of fun. And while doing this type of work, I just realized that there is a lack of women representation in the company um, and within construction as a whole, you know, I'm working on site of 200 people and there might be three or four women there. So it took me a while to kind of sit down and think, and, you know, what could I do to kind of help bring more people in and how can I make this attractive career for not only women, but other people to look at as well. Um, so that's where Women in Steel Toes kind of came from, is just my experience in the industry and seeing that gap in construction. Well, that, that, that's really good. And one of the things that I've noticed, Lauren, I'm sure you have too, and maybe you never recognized it, that it seems like the more we help others and the more we pass on what we know to others, it, it seems like the better we feel about ourselves. So, you know, in reality, if when we're helping somebody else, we feel really good and we get paid for doing it just because we feel so good. Do you find that? Yeah, I, like I I love doing this. I love women in steel toes and all the people that's connecting me in the industry. And just being able to give people a voice to kind of tell their story of how they got started and what they're doing now and, you know, any advice that they have for other women entering the field. Yeah, beautiful. So, so, so since you mentioned, you know, how other women got started, I, I would love to hear how you got started and what your first job was in construction. So my first job in construction was actually on a framing crew. Um, so I framed houses for a co-op term when I was going in college. And it was, it was a cool experience. Um, I definitely learned a lot. And I, I kind of fell in love with building things and just being able to go and being able to see progress day to day. Like everything you do is instant gratification with progress. Like you put up a wall and you're like, oh, check, it's done. Um, so that's one thing I really loved about it is seeing everything come together. It's a lot of fun and, to see things being built, isn't it? Yeah. And from there, I went into a consulting field where I spent a lot more time behind a desk. So I kind of realized that I really like being on site a lot more. Yeah, that's that's good. And, and I take it your current role now or your current position is more, more so behind the desk than being actually out on the site, is it? No, I'm on site almost full time every day. Was that right? So I got that wrong. With my with my role, I'm a lot of kind of I do spend still a lot of time behind a desk, uh, but most of my time is actually spent on site 
um, helping trades kind of figure things out and how everybody comes together to get the final project, doing some quality control work, scheduling, um, and just making sure everything keeps flowing. Excellent. So that that's really good. So 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 that being said, you know, now that you're in the industry, and so how long have you been in the industry now? How many years? Almost six years. Not too long. Yeah. Well, that's hey, that's that, that's it, it, when you see uh, you know today's workforce. That's a long time because you know typically now young people they you know like they don't necessarily you know, not only not stick with a job, but stick with a company for a length of time. So that's, I think, you know, that speaks volumes as to how committed you are to being in the industry. Uh, so that being said, you know, now that you are, you know, you've been at it for six years, you've probably seen some really good examples of people who, uh, let's just say, you know, great leaders and, and how they've mentored you. Uh, would you, you know, care to share with us how you've been mentored by somebody and how many, some, somebody's, you know, kind of showing you the ropes? Yeah. Um, so actually two people have mentored me. It's like amazingly through my career that I really love working with. One is my, my current boss. And then another one was with my first company that I worked for. Um, both of them kind of have very similar approaches. And I think it's my learning style as well, where they kind of just let me go do my thing and make my mistakes as long as it's nothing major and learn from that and kind of pull me aside and show me, you know, where I might've went wrong, where I could have gone better and really just kind of letting me take on my own role and then using teachable moments as a way to expand myself. Isn't that, uh, isn't that interesting? And, and you know, I, I, as you know, I get to work with different groups all the time. And w- one of the first questions that I love to ask, you know, people when I get with them at a group, whether even if it's on zoom or in person, is I, I typically like to ask people, you know, who, if there was one person in your life who's been very instrumental in helping you, you know, to get where you are today, you know, who, who would that person be? And quite often people will say, you know, my mom, my dad, my husband, my wife, you know, there, there's always somebody who's, will say, you know, kind of a close connection to us. So then I, I usually kind of follow up with the question, well, what would you do for them? And of course, people say, well, I would do anything for them. And it just kind of shows that, you know, where you're working, you're, you're working with some good leaders who have been, we'll call it, you know, good servant leaders, and they have gone first, and they have shown you, and they've invested in you. And because they've invested in you, you know, you're willing to give back and obviously give 100%. Is that not the case? It is 100%. It's correct, because they've given me this role. They've given me so many responsibilities that, you know, you, you own that. So whenever you do well, you're making them look good. And that just like, it feeds me to go more above and beyond and, you know, work those extra hours and not be afraid to put in the time to make things happen. Well, exactly. And the, and the thing is like, I like how you mentioned salary because there's a lot more to work than just a paycheck. Like there really is. Like it's, at, uh, you know, I think it's safe to say that we can, you know, have something that there's pride in that we can take pride in. Obviously, you know, our heart is in it. You know, when our heart is in it, we definitely, uh, I think it's safe to say we're more successful. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've seen, you know, now that you've been in the industry for a while, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've seen? Um, lack of teaching. I've been very fortunate with my mentors, but I've had, there's, there's one person I've worked for previously as well, where this was a challenge where I was thrown in and just kind of left out there with no real way to get that mentorship back. 
And I've seen this in a few other companies as well, where people, you know, there's such an age gap in between people coming in and people getting down that the older people don't really want to teach the younger people as much. And the younger people are just in, in turn, it takes more time for them to do their job because they're kind of all figuring it out by themselves. Well, and, and it's, it's interesting you should say that because quite often you know, with, with the, you know, the companies, the leaders that I get to work with, one of the things that I think is quite obvious is that I know that even in my past when I had a leadership role, I was not hired as a teacher. You know, I, I was hired to lead you know, the, the job I did and, and manage the operations I managed. I wasn't hired as a teacher. And I think it's safe to say that a lot of leaders today are, are so focused on doing a good job that you know they maybe might lack the you know the skills of, of how to show people how to do something. And I, I, I one of my favorite questions I'll ask people sometimes, you know, can you explain to me how to tie your shoes? Something that you know, like if, if 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 you know, which I'm sure you've tied your work boots, you know, several thousand times, but to try to share with somebody how to actually tie your work boots, it, it's it's kind of a challenge because it's more of a habit than anything. So this is where sometimes, you know, we're going to, you know, take the time to train somebody. We got to do it in a methodic way. And you got to remember too, that, you know, when there, not everybody remembers this is when we bring somebody new into the industry, you know, much like yourself, your success is going to mean my success. So the more that I invest in you, obviously, you know, the more successful I will be. Is that not the way it works? Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. So, so, so that's interesting. So, so it, it, uh, you know, like I say, some people just aren't real good at passing on their knowledge. So, I, I just I want to just you know one of the reasons how why we're you know why we're actually doing this podcast together is you and I got to meet on Instagram and when we've kind of shared messages back and forth and you know we've actually had a, a one conversation on FaceTime and I, I love what you're all about. So would you be able to just kind of share with us, you know, what you, you know, what, what you're doing with, uh, you've created this, uh, this site called Women and Steel Toes, and I would really love it if you would expand for the listeners, you know, what it is that Women and Steel Toes is and just what you're trying to do. Um, so Women and Steel Toes, it started January 2020, so just over a year now, and it really started as empowering women in construction, and one of the biggest reasons I started it was actually mentorship um, to be able to realize that if something's going on in the industry that you're not comfortable with, or if you have questions that you always have some place to reach out, that there's always, you know, other women that you can look to. So that's where all the features come out where I'm you know, kind of talking to women, getting their stories and sharing it through Instagram. So you always have someone to kind of look at and be like, Oh, look, she did this. Like, this is how she solved this problem and kind of get a, a wealth of knowledge in one place. Um, it's now it's expanded to a little bit more than that. Thankfully, I've got a blog going, um, a podcast launching for women in construction week coming up. So Sunday, March 7th will be the first episode. It'll be called Boots on the Grounds. And I'm just working with some companies to kind of help showcase their women too and to help talk about company culture um, because that's been a big one. You know, recruiting women and bringing people into the industry who aren't, you know, your typical stereotypical construction person um, you need to be able to not only bring them in and attract them to the market but also retain them as well and kind of build the inside of the industry 
So, so just before we go any further, what is going to be the name of your podcast? Just so, because you know, obviously the listeners, you know, hopefully are going to search out your podcast, and I want to make sure they know, you know, what to look for. So, what's the name of your podcast? It's going to be called "Women in Steel Toes, Boots on the Ground." Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Just so we got that because I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to listening to it as well because you know, I, I, I you know, because I follow you on Instagram, I, I see some of the. Um, We'll call it the very talented people that you're spotlighting, and and, and I think it's, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, just exactly, you know, what 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 your podcasts are going to be because I know it's going to be good. Uh, so, just out of curiosity, how many followers do you have now? Uh, we'll call it approximately on Instagram because I know that's where you uh, where I see you kind of more than anywhere is on Instagram. How many followers have you actually got now? Uh, I'm just under six thousand, so we're around fifty eight hundred. Wow. That, that's, that's impressive. Like that is really impressive. And uh, like I said, I've got to see, you know, you know, th- some of the people you've spotlighted. And it's just, I think it's amazing to see, you know, the, the talent that's in the industry. And, and one thing I want to share too, before I forget, uh, I, I've been really lucky in the fact that I've did many training sessions with the Ottawa Construction Association. And of course, it, it, it's, it's a mixed group that usually go there uh, for these training sessions. And one of the things that I have noticed is that when there is women in the training, they are taking the training seriously. You know, they, they know that their employers are investing in them and, they, and they're there to learn. And some of the guys will say that, you know, I found they don't take it as serious as what the women do. Because the, the, the ladies, they typically want to do a good job. They're there to learn. And one of the things that I have noticed, and, you know, when it comes to, you know, being on the job, and, and it's interesting. So I did some work with, with the company Laura works for, and I've never forgotten this. When, when, when the, uh, I believe it was the general manager, introduced me to the group. Uh, he, he mentioned to myself and the group, he says, you know, if, if people are our strength, you know, we, we need people. He says, no, people are our strength. Our people skills had better be very, very strong. And I think, you know, it's safe to say that, that women in particular, they haven't found, you know, the magic, we'll call it the magic formula to have good people skills to actually get people to follow along and to influence people. Would you agree with that? I believe our soft skills can be very strong. Yes. In that respect. And those are hard skills to learn sometimes. Well, and, and one of the things that I've learned too is the things that are uh, real easy to do sometimes are real easy not to do. <laughs> and, and, it's, and I always tell everybody too, like this stuff's a lot easier to talk about than it is to apply. Like it really is. And, and, and I, I'm by no means am I trying to come across and say that I'm perfect. I've made all the mistakes. So this is why I, I, I kind of like to share with people some of the mistakes that I've made. So just to, to kind of spotlight on, on this, you know, women in steel toes, because I think it's such a great thing. You know, how, how are you helping to influence the industry? What, what positive changes have you seen with women in steel toes, you know, with the construction industry? Um. Well, I've been, um, it's been great because I've had a few companies reach out to me and just, they, they want to be a part of it. They want to help. They want to go through me to help showcase their women in the industry to make them known and to show off what they're doing. Um, I've been able to connect with some really great business owners and see kind of how their training programs align and what they're doing to help promote women and help to promote 
you know, a younger generation of workers coming in. And I think it's, it's a big movement in the industry as well to help get the next generation to come and look at construction and to attract people into the industry. See, isn't that beautiful? Like I often say, and I, you know, and you're kind of echoing the same thing, is that when we bring people in, we have to invest in them. And unfortunately, there's a kind of an old boy saying that I, I remember hearing this probably 30 years ago, that, you know, in construction, we love to eat our own young. And those days are over. You know, now when we bring somebody in, if we don't have a really good, uh, we'll call it a training system and an onboarding system, you know, we're, we're going to lose people. And this is why it's so important to, uh, you know, what you're trying to do with Women of Steel Toes. I think it's excellent. So, so just, just out of curiosity, you know, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on social media with what you're doing with, with Women of Steel Toes. Is it as a blessing or has it been a curse for you so far? It's been such a blessing. When I first started, I didn't think there would be nearly the support that there is. But seeing all that support firsthand, um, even with the first few days of me starting this page and seeing support from my family, from my friends, um, from a lot of my colleagues in the industry, it was just, it was amazing. I was blown away, to be completely honest. And the amount of connections it's allowed me to make. Like, WIST is now... Um, a mission partner with Crew Collaborative. I'm not sure if you've seen them on LinkedIn or Instagram. Um, they're a nonprofit in the States working towards pretty much the same mission I am. So that's been been so great to connect with even that group of men and women who are working towards similar things than I am. Yeah, and even I've been able to work with some local contractors as well and kind of talk with them and see see where they're going and what they're doing. So it's been it's just been an amazing experience altogether. Well, that, that's really good. And just that, you know, for, for, for comparison's sake, is Instagram been your, your kind of, a, you know, we'll call it vehicle of choice for social media? Because, you know, you and I are also connected on LinkedIn. Do you have as much um, interest on LinkedIn, say, as you do on Instagram? I feel I have more engagement on LinkedIn. Uh, my crowd is still very small. I just started up my LinkedIn probably mid-January for Women in Steel Toe. So it's still a small crowd, but the engagement is really good. Um, but Instagram is pretty much where everything is showcased first. Yeah, uh, good for you. Because I know myself personally, I found that Instagram has been uh, by far more, uh, you know, for, me, for me as far as generating business, Instagram for me has been by far better than LinkedIn. So that, that's one of the reasons why you know, obviously I get on it. So, so just out of curiosity, would you happen to have uh, say one, uh, you know, what you call it a positive story of how, you know, what, what women in steel toes has done to help somebody. Has there been one person that's kind of reached out to you and said, Hey, look at, you know, because of you, I had the confidence to do this. Have you got a story like that you'd like to share? Um, there's, there's a few stories that are pretty much exactly what you mentioned. Um, I had one lady reach out to me and she was just, is it was great. She just, she's like, I really love what you're doing. I love your page. I've been in the industry for 19 years. Um, she's actually from Ottawa and she's like, I've never seen anything like this. And to know that there's that support out there for the industry and women in the industry has really just boosted my day. I was like, that was touching <laughs> to get to hear something like that. And, and the satisfaction you would have got from that, that's one of those things you could not have bought that, could you? Like that, that I'm sure felt so good for you. There was, some, there, was a, there was a nice payback there, wasn't there? 
It was. And, you know, Women in Steel Toes isn't really something, it's something I do for fun and because I, I care about it a lot. Good for you. Good for you. And, 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 and you know, one of the things, too, is that you and I have had this discussion before, and I'm really proud of what you're doing because it, it's funny how, you know, as, as leaders, when we step up, but we don't have to have a title to step up to do this. You, you took this on your own, and, and you're stepping up to do it, and you can see already, you know, when you got close to 6,000 followers on Instagram, you know, you're making a difference, and people know you, and uh, and I think that's beautiful because you you and I obviously have some common friends, and, and I know that you're well thought of within the industry. Um, I know that uh, just last week, I think it was, you had a story we'll say that wasn't so positive. Uh, would you, you know, of one of the people that you know follow you on women and seal toes? Would would you maybe, uh, if you feel like it, would you mind sharing with us? You know, just how that kind of went down. Yeah, of course. Um, so I, this girl I had featured on my page, I had a blog post about her and uh, we recorded a podcast at this point. It hasn't aired yet, but it actually will be going on the air, which is really exciting. But what happened is she got featured on a blog that was much, much larger than mine. And it's pretty big in the UK. And one person jumped on there and said some pretty nasty things. And as soon as that happens, it just stockpiled. Like everybody was jumping on it. She got everything from death threats to, you know, why are you in the industry? And it was just some, some really nasty stuff. So she stepped back and she, she messaged me like first thing, I think it's Wednesday morning. And she's like, I need you to take everything down. This is what's going on. And respected of her wishes. I just, I took it all down because I, I wouldn't, I've had stuff like that happen to me before, but I know how it feels to feel that uncomfortable. Um, so she deleted everything and I, I wrote a post basically about all the bullying that happens and it's not uncommon. So I think it's really important that we do talk about, you know, when this, when these things happen and to not be quiet about it is not going to change if we were quiet about it. Well, and, and that's really unfortunate. And, you know, if I can, I, I just want to share something with you. Like, you know, one of the things that I have learned is that hurting people love to hurt people. And, you know, if, if somebody was, you know, obviously, you know, saying negative things to this lady, chances are they've got something maybe that's not right in their life. And uh, it, it's one of those things that, you know, for some reason, I don't know why it is with human beings, and, and I've been guilty of this too, and that's why I know this, you know, it, we, sometimes we can feel good if we can put somebody down. And, and that's not the right attitude to have, but I think it's safe to say that happens. And, and I witnessed, of course, I, you know, I spent 35 years in the industry, and I love to kind of tease people and have fun too. But those days are, are coming to an end, and uh, you know, they, they call it bullying, right? And, and we can't be doing that anymore like we used to. And, and it, it's safe to say that uh, you know, somehow some habits are hard to break, and it's really unfortunate that. There was, a, you know, a, a person, and again, it wouldn't matter if it was a man or a woman. There was a person who was trying to get ahead, you know, trying to do something positive with their life. You know, they weren't sitting at home, you know, on, you know, on, on some sort of government uh, pay. They were out trying to do something and trying to better their life, and they got put down for it. And, and the stories like that really break my heart because, uh, you know, the, the the a lot of people, you know, they a lot of us have way more to offer than we even kind of give ourselves credit for. And I, and I think a lot of us are, are very famous at selling ourselves short. And it's too bad that there's somebody, you know, it's safe to say those wounds that she's got, they're going to, they're going to hurt for a while, unfortunately. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very fortunate. Um, 
like from that post and from my post on Instagram and LinkedIn, and I know a few other people did this as well, sent her and showed her all the comments that she was getting and all the support that she was getting, which I think helped her kind of turn around a little bit quicker. She's now, she's now okay with me putting the podcast out, which I'm very happy for. And she seems she's back on social media, which is great. I'm glad to see that she's coming back and feeling a little bit better because this girl is, she's very genuine, which I love. And she's very determined to do her job and do it well. Like she's learning one piece of equipment, but she's got, you know, four pieces of equipment on the roster to keep going because she's, she loves her job and she wants to do better and she wants to be able to run basically as much as she can. Yeah, well, good for her. Good for her because there's, you know, there's nothing worse than, you know, getting up and going to work every day, every day to a job you don't like. And it's just nice to see that she loves what she does, you know, what she's doing. And, you know, it'd be nice if some of the stuff could get put behind her and she could, uh, you know, move on and, and uh, hopefully not be hurt permanently from this. So, so what have you, will say, learned the most with everything you've been doing, you know, in your time of construction, with the work you've been doing with Women in Steel Toes, you know, working with, you know, women in the industry? What, have, what, what would you say you've learned the most with everything you've done? Definitely just to... Don't don't give up. Be persistent in what you're doing. If you love it, keep going. Don't stop. Hate often speaks way louder than support. Um, so the way I look at it, any any hate that I'm getting, I know that at least 20 more people are supporting me than that one comment of hate. So it really keeps you going. Um, and just to be yourself too. There's no point in trying to sugarcoat what you are or what you aren't. And just keep going. Well, that's beautiful. And the thing is, too, is that, you know, I think it's safe to say that some will call it young people, but from what I witnessed, I, I'm not sure, you know, I have not been, we'll say, you know, really had the work boots on for the last few years other than to do site visits. But I know, we'll say, you know, it's just not that long ago when people would kind of show up to work in construction, especially in the trades, uh, you know, say, and, you know, as laborers or, or operators. And the reason that they kind of chose that was because there was nothing else for them. You know, they couldn't get a job anywhere else. So they tried construction. And, you know, that being said, they that maybe did not want to be there. It was just, it was kind of, they won that job by default. And it, it's nice to see, you know, that the, the people are showing up to construction and want to stay there. And the thing is, too, is that I think it's safe to say that, you know, anybody that works in the construction industry, yourself or the people you work with, in my opinion, they're professionals. And, and they have to be regarded as professionals. Uh, unfortunately, you know, there's some people don't look at it that way. But, you know, I, I what I, I love to say, you know, every, every doctor, you know, needs a mechanic and, you know, every uh, dentist needs a plumber. You know, everybody wants to live and, and and sleep and eat indoors, but yet nobody wants to build the houses. And yet the people that do it, you know, we want to make sure that we treat them as professionals. And I think if there's one thing that, you know, and that's what you're doing with Women in Steel Toes, is you're trying to show them that they are professionals. Is that not correct? Yeah. And on that note, I love showing how much work goes into building something. It's not easy to build a building uh, it's a lot of work it's a lot of problem solving it's you know you could have a full set of engineer drawings but things are still going to go wrong and you're going to have to figure that out on site um, so it takes a lot of work to put things together and to know how to make things work well exactly and then the interesting thing is too is that 
um, you know, with the business I'm in, I pay attention to, we'll call it one-liners and quotes and sentences that I hear daily. And you have the ability, you know, with what you're doing, as well as the people you work with. And, and the reason I want to say this, because to me, it's, it's such a valuable question that if we can all learn to say this question on a regular basis, I think it would help our cause. You know, that there's nothing more powerful than saying somebody that you're, you know, in a meeting with and whatnot, say, hey, look at if you were me, what would you do differently? And the thing is, just by asking that question, it opens up, you know, that some dialogue that, hey, look, at my idea might not be the best. What would you do? And, of course, that's when the best idea wins. Is that not the way it works? It very much is. Um, because I, I've, I'm going to use myself as an example here. But when I go on site, there's no way that I am knowing everything that I'm doing. I never will. So just being able to... You know, I'm very fortunate. I work with some very good foremen, some very good trades. At any time, you know, we're we're doing something. I always ask them, you know, what would you do? How would you do this? Because it just helps open that up and you know, see how they would do it and how they would put it together and create more options to solve the problem. Well, yes, and then and to add to that, I think what's so powerful about that attitude is that. When somebody asks us for help, um, you know, the, sometimes we're all afraid, and I'm sometimes afraid to ask for help too because we don't want to, you know, f- you know, let on that we're too vulnerable. But but the thing is, is when somebody asks us for help, we will typically bend over backwards to help them. You know, no, no different than if you're lost and you pull over and ask somebody for directions. My goodness, they 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 stop and they do you know they, what they're doing and they and they take the time to explain to you where to go because people want to help people. Like you know, yeah, every now and again we're going to get somebody maybe that doesn't, but that, that's they're rare. But most people want to help if you just ask for help. Is that not the way it works? Yeah, working together works way better than tearing each other apart. Well, exactly. It's. Uh, you know, the thing, I'm I'm obviously from you know from the Ottawa Valley, so kind of let's just say a farming community. And one of the things that I've learned a long time ago is you know a happy cow a happy cow gives more milk. And of course, you know we can get everybody at the job site kind of rowing in the same direction. It certainly works to our benefit. So just to kind of you know to bring this podcast to an end, I think it's been you know awesome because I've got to learn obviously you know not only learn a bit more about yourself, Laura, but you know you know what women and steel toes is all about. And, you know, again, if I can do anything I can, obviously, to help you, you know, I will. But but what are some words of advice that you may want to pass on, you know, for somebody that's listening, just as we draw this podcast to a close? Again, just to, to be authentic with yourself whenever you're going into a work situation. Um, you know, know your strengths, know where your strengths aren't, and don't be afraid to, you know, get help with those strengths to build them up. Because if you just let them go, you're never going to grow. That's, that's beautiful. Just be yourself. Because it, 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 it's too many people try to be somebody they're not. And, uh, you know, and, and, and I think that's excellent advice. Laura, uh, I've really enjoyed this. I, I'm, I'm Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You know, it, it's interesting. So Sarah, who works with me, you know, she had the idea. She said, Mark, why don't you get Laura on your podcast or we'll do something for Women in Construction Week? 
So, you know, the whole goal is to obviously have this. Uh, I'm not sure what date it's going to be on, but, you know, we're going to have it ready to, to air for Women in Construction Week because it, I think it's such an important cause, you know, to see women in construction. Because I, I just to, to share with you, too, before you go, Laura, I work with a one general contractor in Ottawa. We, I've been working together with them for, you know, quite a while. And, and the owner of the company has shared with me that his female project managers – he cannot get over how good they are at managing jobs. He says they get the paperwork done. He's always kind of going on about how good his female project managers are. So, you know, when we start to hear stories like that about how good, you know, the the women are in the industry, I think it's safe to say we need more of them. Would you agree? We always need more. Laura, thank you so much, Laura, for being here. And I hope we get to do this again. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Mark. It's been a pleasure. So as promised, wasn't she a treat? So thank you so much for listening, and please hit the subscribe button, and don't forget to rate us. Remember, we can all be just a little bit better tomorrow than we are today.